0: A radio show that confesses Christ. Without confusing the law and the gospel. A radio show that takes Scripture
1: seriously.
2: Without taking ourselves so seriously. You're listening to
0: Table Talk
1: Radio.
2: When we
0: look at ourselves and the situation of the world, uh, God is certainly there, but He's hidden there. He's not seen there. He's not. He, he hasn't put Himself there to be found. Where He puts Himself to be found is on the cross. That's where we know that he loves us. So we can just as well undo God's love for us as we can go
2: back in time and pry the nails out of Jesus' hands. We can just proclaim God's word, trust it will do what it says it will do, and no longer be be judging the effectiveness of the, of the preached word by human standards of measurement, by, by the number of people that are there, but, but rather to just do what God told us to do to preach the word and administer the sacraments. Ch- Charles Finney could have possibly had the ugliest face of any theologian. <laughs> Except for Brian Wolfmeyer. <laughs> and <Andy. laughs> <laughs> hey, welcome to this edition of Table Talk Radio. Uh, Pastor, I was uh, <laughs> I was in the car, you know, you have the radio on, you just catch little bits yeah. and pieces of radio, and yep, uh, yep. I, I, I was listening to this uh, Christian radio show, I don't even know what it was, but the, the hosts were imploring Christians to be more involved in politics. You know how it goes. and yeah. uh, And I, I think this is a good thing, but I think it really needs to start at the local level. You know I mean? You're not going right, right. to march up the All politics
0: way. is local. I agree with that. So, uh, I Unless think, some communist said it, then I disagree. But I think I do agree <laughs>
2: with it. <laughs> um, I think that we on Table Talk Radio are going to start taking part in this, uh, evaluating uh, politics on a local level. And so I figured we would take some time to... Uh, go to a, a council meeting i don't even know what this is but we'll go to garland texas does that sound like a good place to start yeah yeah let's
0: well, let's try Garland let's listen in all the, right the, let's, the council
2: I, meeting in garland texas i think that's they have right. one in process we'll just tune in and see what's going on here join us yeah, that's good <laughs> well, go to the map, kicking and screaming over this but if you ask asking for my personal oh, preference on, on okay. this I, I i would like to keep it on the on the six but if we change i suspect the world will still keep turning Thank you, Mayor. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. All right. I like the discussion. Councilman it Darren
2: Layton. Thank you, Mayor. Um, uh, on balance, I think as far as what it uh, – you know, the, whether we do it on the 6th or the 12th, it matters about as much as my collection of Table Talk radio points. <laughs> well, um, what's that? I'd hear those, Actual. I've never heard such a thing. Um, my only question would be if – <laughs>
0: whoa so yeah uh, table talk radio in the
2: city council meeting in garland texas <laughs> attaway councilman lathan all right and that is real ladies and gentlemen we did not uh <laughs> we did not pay any table talk radio points to uh mr lathan for yeah. for saying that I think. <laughs> although i am going to reward him ten thousand points for saying that, uh, although apparently
0: it apparently doesn't matter to him what when he gets them or not.
2: So getting table talk radio points is about as exciting as having a council meeting on July sixth or thirteenth. You know, whatever. Well, that's actually some value. That's great. Thank you. That's so good. All,
0: all of our listeners who are city councilmen, if you would try to work, this is your theological buzzword: <laughs> table talk radio. Work it in to the council meetings. Send yeah. us
2: the link. You're, you're assuming a lot to think that we have more than one, uh, well, listener anyway, but especially more than one council member uh, uh, listening. But okay. I think
0: this could go viral, Table Talk Radio Points, and we're, it's going to be popping up all over the inter- internet. People aren't even going to hear our show before, and they're going to be talking about their Table Talk Radio Points.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's my hope. <laughs> well, let's do some buzzwords then. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, the theological buzzword I have for you we have not had before. And it is the buzzword, communion. What? We haven't had that one? Nope, we haven't had communion. And this is the, the last year. This is the memorial meal where the uh, juice <laughs> and bread uh, represent Christ's body and blood um, as, as, a, as a remembrance of... <laughs> no,
0: no, 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 no. Do you remember a couple shows ago what we learned, what communion is? It's the oh, sacrament yeah. <laughs> to remind us of how
2: good we are. That's when you're the Native American uh whatever it is. Well, the you, marriage blanket. You blew your top on that show too. You about lost it. Man. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Pastor Wilkner uh. spent the evening in the insane Asylum after that show. <laughs> Man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that dude's gonna be worked up. Which is not which is not that hard to do, I guess.
2: Uh no. Communion is uh, uh the gift of our Lord Jesus to bestow to us. Um, the the very real body and blood uh, given to us in with and under the bread and wine, and in this in this uh, sacrament we are bestowed the forgiveness of sins. As Christ Jesus said, uh, "Do this and remember, remember it's me for the forgiveness of all of your sins." So uh, we we take what Christ has given us and believe it. It's that simple. Can you believe? All we have to do is is take what Jesus told us and then believe it. That, that's pretty
0: good. Yeah, he loves that though. I mean, because because he loves giving gifts, he loves saving, he loves doing all of this stuff, and he does. So we, uh, he doesn't, he doesn't need our help, doesn't want our help. He just wants to give us these gifts. So it's it's a great delight that he says, "Look, here, here's forgiveness," and 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 to show you how how serious I am about this forgiveness, take and eat my body and blood. Pow! Fantastic. Pow. My my buzzword for you is. Now this is a. This is so easy. I give you softballs. It is the word Bible. <laughs> I really hope you use this buzzword.
2: <laughs> All right. You the Bible comes the from Bible the Greek
0: "biblios," which means book. It is a. In fact, though, the Bible that we have is a collection of books, sixty-six of them, uh, written by the prophets and the apostles of Jesus, inspired by the Holy Spirit, in- inerrant, infallible. Uh, and especially efficacious, the Bible, uh, the Word of God, is the means that the Holy Spirit uses to create and sustain faith in our heart. Faith comes from hearing, and hearing by the Word of God, Paul writes. So we have this treasure, above all other treasures, the Lord's Word
2: inscripturated, and we call it the Bible. Okay, now can you explain to me how the Greek word biblios means book uh, when there wasn't even bound books back then? No.
0: (laughs) No. (laughs)
2: <laughs> Although, I, so I mean, it's true they had scrolls. I know
0: maybe Biblios means scroll. <laughs> I'm just kidding you. Know. Let me think of it. How does this go in the? I think it'd be used, book or I, scroll. Yeah. I used to know the answer to this because isn't this when in the Septuagint when Ezekiel when they say when the angel says their God says to Ezekiel take the scroll and eat it he says take the Biblios and eat it in the. Oh, I'll do a little work on that while you're going on about something.
2: Okay. And well, I. think i might go on about what the rest of the show is going to be about and that is uh we're playing bible b first and then the bible b law gospel super game that's for segments one and two then after that we're going to play 10 commandments in the news everyone's favorite uh news analysis game on a lutheran theological game show and that is 500 points for me (laughs) bible b i didn't even think of that (laughs) <laughs> oh, brother.
0: <laughs> All right, so you, All right, I was I was looking up the Septuagint word for scroll in a, in Ezekiel. You can't be me.
2: Uh, what is our first game? Bible B. Bible B, and since you're still doing show prep, I will uh give you yours first. All
0: right, I'm ready.
2: Uh, <laughs> okay. So the, the way this game works is that you get uh there, there's three rounds. The first round is worth 100 points. You get three verses um, and then the second round, 200 points, you get one verse, and the last round with 300 points, you get one word. And from these clues, uh, you must identify what book of the Bible uh, this is found in. Um, and there's even bonus points for chapter and verse. Uh, but then, the the heart of the game is to determine whether this verse is law and or gospel. And the way we do that is the law is are those passages that show us our sin, and they show us... Uh, what man must do or what he shouldn't do uh, according to God's command. Um, and then the gospel is is everything that Christ does for us. So one of the fundamental ways you can find out whether this is law or gospel is to find out who's doing the action, who's doing the work. If it's us, then it is law. And if it's uh, Christ, uh, then it's gospel. Now the difference then is that the law shows us our sin it shows us our condemnation. Uh, we never find life in the law. So in other words, you never find life or salvation in the things that you're doing, but we only find salvation in the gospel, the things that Christ has done for us. So that's how this game works. Uh, The first one I have— Okay, I'm ready now, by the way. Thanks for that (laughs) stool. You're welcome. (laughs) Okay, here it is. Whoever will not observe the law of your God and the law of the king, let judgment be executed upon him strictly, whether for death or for banishment or for the— confiscation of goods or for imprisonment blessed be the lord the god of our fathers who has put such as uh, such a thing uh, as this in the king's heart to adorn the house of the lord which is in jerusalem and has extended loving kindness to me before the king and his counselors before all the king's mighty princes thus i was strengthened according to the hand of the lord my god upon me and i gathered leading men from israel to go up with me so, uh, that's the verse. I'll let you kind of ponder upon that uh, as we yeah. go to this commercial break. You are listening to Table Talk Radio. We are playing Bible B, and we'll be right back right after this.
1: I can see us sitting around the table Bow-row. When from Bow-row. the family Bible dad would read Bow-row. And I can hear Bow-row. my mother Bow-row. softly singing Rock of ages, rock of
0: the old pound left for me. Hey, you
1: really are listening to Table Talk Radio.
2: Bob, bab, bab, Whoever will not observe the law of your God and the law of the king, let judgment be executed upon him strictly whether for death or for banishment or for the confiscation of goods or for imprisonment. Blessed be the Lord, the God of our fathers, who has put such a thing as this in the king's heart to adorn the house of the Lord which is in Jerusalem and has extended loving kindness to me before the king and his counselors and before all the king's mighty princes. Thus I was strengthened according to the hand of the Lord my God upon me, and I gathered leading men from Israel to go up with me. That are, That um, is the clue, the three verses uh, for round one of Bible E to Pastor Wolfmuller. Now his task is to identify what book of the Bible that's in. Yes. Um, and this, by the way, you forgot to mention the little rule that you give me
0: ridiculously obscure texts what? and I throw you softballs. Although this one isn't so bad. I think I got it pinned down. It's this decree uh, allowing the writer of this particular book to go back to Jerusalem to build it up. So it's got to be, it's it's um, it's this post-exile return uh, to Jerusalem. happens happens under this decree as Cyrus, who's the one writing this letter. Uh, and this letter is written down so that they can show it to the leaders and in the, in the people living around Jerusalem at the time, um, all the Chaldeans and all this sort of stuff. Uh, so this has got to be either the book of Ezra or the book of Nehemiah. And uh, and I think this is comes from the uh, from the book of Ezra. That's going to be my guess.
2: That is correct for 100 points. Ch-ch-ching! See, I'm trying to take it easy on you these days. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay, so uh, you have uh, the 100 points. Do you want to try and guess chapter or verse, or any extra points? No,
0: I couldn't. Okay. It's got it's it's close to the beginning of Ezra. It's got to be like um. Well, th- this kind of the letter is read later, so I think this comes up twice in Ezra, if I remember right. Uh, although maybe not, but right at the beginning, it's got to be chapter one or two.
2: But uh, seven, uh, um, yeah, or seven. Close. <laughs> <Comes up later laughs> then.
0: So it, maybe it does come up twice because he cause this is Ezra comes back with the official. He comes with this official letter because the 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 Jews are being persecuted by the Chaldeans and all the other people in the surrounding areas, and so they get this official letter from um uh, from Cyrus that says, "Hey, uh, don't mess with them. They're doing this by my permission, and if you come and give them trouble." then you're going to get trouble from me. Dun, dun, dun. That's right. <laughs> okay. And so, you do not want trouble from Cyrus the Persian. So law and or gospel. Well, well the way this fits kind of into the, into the broader narrative of the scriptures is Jerusalem is the place where God puts his name in the Old Testament. And so there's this big deal whenever God comes and lets Jerusalem be destroyed. In fact, sends the Babylonians to destroy it himself. Where's it gonna be? That's why you remember Ezekiel starts out with his vision of the of the of the throne of God with these wheels. In other words, God says, "Hey, look, I can travel around and all this stuff, so that's fine. Uh, don't worry, I'll still be with you even by the by the rivers of Tigris and Euphrates and all this." But really, the Lord is gathering back His people to fulfill the promise He made to Abraham. Uh, and, and namely, that the, that the entire world would be blessed by Abraham's seed. And for that, that blessing to come, he's going to give uh, Abraham a, a huge multitude family, a nation family, and also the land. So, so that the Lord is going to reestablish the worship and the divine service uh, as with precisely what he's doing through Cyrus' as instrument um, in the people of Jerusalem. So it, it, the way that this fits into the story, it, it is for us gospel. Uh, because it's the rebuilding of the temple where the sacrifices are, where the Messiah is preached, and where Jesus will finally present himself as the Lamb of
2: God that takes away the sin of the world. All right, very good. I will give you 200 points for the Law of Gospel, bringing you to a total of 300 points so far, uh, but no match to my 500 points.
0: No match, but just you wait. <laughs> uh, and by the way, I got my, this huge book, the, my, my, sept, my concordance to the Septuagint, and the words biblion and biblios do appear uh, hundreds of times uh, in the Old Testament. But while you're uh, cogitating on this next verse, I'm going to find a specific verse. But Here's the verse for you. Are you ready? Three verses? Yes. Therefore, my beloved, flee from idolatry. I speak as to sensible people. Judge for yourselves what I say. The cup of blessing that we bless... Is it not the communion with the blood of Christ? The bread that we break, is it not a communion in the body of Christ? Because there is one bread, we who are many are one body, for we all partake of the one bread.
2: Very good. Uh, This uh, writer... That's, um, by the way,
0: 500 points for my buzzword,
2: communion. (laughs) Nice. How? I didn't catch that. (laughs) Oh no! Now I'm gonna to have to do well at Bible B. I thought I could just win by using the buzzword, but no luck. Okay, so this uh, is talking about communion um, and the the unity that uh, should be there um, at the altar, um, the unity of doctrine. This is a topic that is addressed in uh, the book of First Corinthians. Bing, 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 bing.
0: Hit your sound effect button. That's right, First All right. Corinthians
2: and i'm going to guess chapter on this i believe whoa-ho, i whoa-ho. believe this is the 11th chapter
0: whoa-ho, Whoa, woo woo <laughs> you got a little too far Back it up one. Chapter 10.
2: Chapter oh, really? Oh, no. Yeah. So
0: there. remember there's two there's two uh discussions of, of the Lord's Supper of the Holy Communion in in uh 1st Corinthians. So it brings it up first and 10, fellowship with demons and all right. of this. And then okay. it brings it back up again and you have the words of institution, probably the first time they're written down at least that we still
2: have in 1st Corinthians 11. So Right. And that's where we get into the uh judging the body rightly and those who have fallen asleep in 11. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. Good uh but this uh, these two chapters though are the verses where we uh primarily uh, understand the uh the the practice in the church of closed communion and that that is uh that we that 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 the the pastors of, of the who are uh who are the stewards of the mysteries of God the uh the the sacraments that that they are the ones who who take care of the administration of the sacrament and so god has given them authority then uh to to do this to to administer the, the the sacraments rightly and so part of this then is to uh to practice close communion and, and and uh being careful who we give this to Now there's two parts to this uh discussion of close communion the first one is the doctrinal unity so that that those who we commune with are the ones of which are of like faith in other words when we commune at a at a at an altar we are making a profession that we believe the doctrine of the church of which we're communing at. So, if I go to the Baptist church and I take communion there, then I am confessing by my actions that I believe uh, all the fundamental teachings of, of the Baptist church. And so, we don't uh, go communing around at other churches. And likewise, when a Baptist or or a Nazarene or a Methodist or a Catholic comes uh, to our church, uh, they don't confess the same doctrine with which we teach. And so, we don't uh, allow them to take communion. Uh, at the altar. Now, the other half of this discussion of close communion is what comes up in chapter eleven, and that is judging the body rightly, and so that that um, that there's you know whether no matter what you believe, you're still receiving the the real body and blood of Christ. The question is, is it going to be for your good or for your bad? And First uh, Corinthians eleven says that there are those who did not judge the body rightly and receive Christ's body and blood. Uh, to to their their condemnation to their damnation, and there are some who got who were physically sick, and some died from this. So this is actually for their protection that we don't admit them to the table.
0: Well said, vicar. Very well said. That's just exactly right. And 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 the, the amazing. I mean, the, just the most important thing to realize is that the the Lord's Supper is not always safe. And that's what Paul teaches. If you commune unworthily, you fall asleep or die. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, and if we believe that, we're going to be careful when we come to the Lord's Supper—not not careful that we're holy, but careful that we're repentant, that we know our unholiness. And then, like you said, the fir- the first question is: Should I commune at this church? The, que- the The question is simply: Do I agree with the doctrine? And if you do, then uh, then that's good. You should be a member of the church and then commune. And if you don't, um, then the, 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 there is no unity there, so so there shouldn't be communion. I mean, that's part of the that's part of the word, right? Uh-huh. Communion,
2: right, has the word union in it. I think we should we should continue the kiss of peace to show this. Right. <laughs> Good thing we're uh, in different locations for <laughs> recording. <laughs> okay, so you're going to have to give that text to me again for the law gospel question.
0: Oh yeah, was well, oh, here, I was already on to the next thing.
2: Oh. I was already ready to read uh,
0: Ezekiel two nine to you in Greek. Look, now I I normally don't pay attention to you, but now I'm actually not paying attention to do show stuff. Let's see. Where are we? Oh, yeah. Flee from idolatry. I speak as sensible people. Judge for yourselves what I say. The cup of blessing that we bless, is it not a participation in the blood of Christ? The bread that we break, is it not a participation in the body of Christ? Remember, there's one bread. We are many of one body, for we all partake of the one bread.
2: Okay, this is primarily gospel. uh, That's. You know, we're talking about the, the, the wonderful things of which we receive, uh, the, the the very body and blood of Christ for the forgiveness of sins. So this is gospel, and that's how the uh, the Lord's Supper should be seen, is a gospel, as pure gospel that, that bestows to us the gifts of God. So gospel. Good enough. All right. So do I get 200 points for that?
0: Oh, yeah, 200
2: points. 800. Bringing your total to 800. We're tied 800 and- up.
0: Yeah, I got 800 too.
2: All right, do you want to go on your little rabbit trail of Ezekiel now? Oh, so it is, there in Ezekiel chapter 2, verse 9, it says something like,
0: this is where, where I got it, it says, uh, And when I looked, behold, a hand was stretched out to me, and behold, a scroll of a book was in it. And he spread it before me, and right in the front and the back, words of lamentation and mourning and woe. And then, in the next chapter, he said, Eat this uh what you find here. Eat the scroll. So the word scroll is a different word, but the word book is right there too. The scroll oh. of the book. So I was half
2: wrong. <laughs> that's a good way to see the, the glass, that it's yeah. half empty. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so this word, so yeah, that's right. So the scroll of the book. So the book, I think, is going to mean just writing. All right, um, we're right back so on Table Talk Radio.
1: You're listening to Table Talk Radio, serious theology, seriously bad hosts.
2: welcome back to table soccer radio we are playing Bible B the score is 800 to 800 you know what that bump music makes me think of what Bible B and how is that
0: no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not telling
2: you can't say huh you can't oh. <laughs> all right uh, so we're around two it's time for me to give pastor Wolf Mueller one verse uh, of what she has to determine where this comes from so are you ready
0: Oh, born ready. Okay. Just let me finish my email here, but ah, uh, you can read. Oh.
2: Okay, here's your one verse. <laughs> Nor let us try the Lord as some of them did and were destroyed by the serpents. Oh,
0: oh let it don't let us test the Lord as some of them did and you get uh, eaten by the snakes. This is a reference to the um. This is how how uh, coincidental that you picked this verse. <laughs> reference to the um, to the event in Numbers, I believe, where the people are complaining and the Lord sends serpents to eat them, or to bite them and kill them, and then maybe the serpents ate them. I don't know. Uh, but then. Uh, that people say, "Hey Moses, uh, could you say a prayer? We're dying here." And so the Lord tells Moses to craft a bronze serpent and lift it up on a pole. And if the people look at the serpent, they'll live. Even if they're bit, they won't die. How wonderful! And Jesus says that this is a, you know, the most very most famous verse in the Bible, John uh, John 3:16. This is John 3:15, where Jesus says to Nicodemus, "Just as the serpent was lifted up in the wilderness, so will the Son be lifted up, that all who believe in Him would be saved." How wonderful. Uh, So this is a picture of Jesus, as he he himself tells us. Now, uh, this little verse, though, that you said, let us not complain, uh, lest we be eaten up by the serpents, uh, it comes in a section of warning from St. Paul, where he's saying, hey, don't do those guys. They were all baptized in in the sea under Moses, and they ate from the same spiritual rock which was Christ, but then they all died in the wilderness. So so you've got to be a little bit afraid. Let he who thinks he stands beware lest he falls, but then be comforted, because no temptation has overtaken you that has not overtaken everyone else, your brothers throughout all the world. And when God be- gives you temptation, he'll provide a way out, that you will stand underneath it. So this is the section uh, also there in First Corinthians 10. Uh, uh, actually,
2: which... actually, I said, uh, nor let us try the Lord. I didn't say, let us not complain.
0: Oh, all right, now let's try the. Lord. Are you reading from King James or something, or is it not that section? <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure this is First Corinthians. Uh, right there, the whole section between First Corinthians nine and ten is this whole swath there. I think this is First Corinthians ten. That's
2: true. So you get two hundred. Wait, the book. I'll guess the
0: verse. I'll guess the verse. Okay. Oh, how
2: many for the chapter? Uh, what was that worth one hundred? Oh, was five hundred or something. Two hundred for the book. I'll, I I'll give 6, you another two hundred for the chapter.
0: 200 for the chapter. Now, the, the the verse is the risk because is this not true that you get 1,000 points if you get the verse right, but you lose 500 if you get it wrong? Is that right? Yeah, yeah, that's a rule I, I just think you're made making videos. So. Yes.
2: <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Yeah,
0: I'm going to guess. It's got to be. So I think 13 is where it says no temptation has overtaken you. It's not common to everyone. Right in there. So it's got to be before that, right around verse 9. <laughs> Dang it! All
2: right, you got it. Is that right? Yes.
1: Oh, 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 oh man!
2: Okay, but uh, rolling in points. So verse nine is nor let us try the Lord. Verse ten it says nor grumble as some of them did. Uh, so, so you were talking about the the next verse, but okay, you got it. Good job. <laughs>
1: And we still, when you, when you still you have, have to do this log gospel class, thing.
0: We do have a confirmation class, and you're going to be like, oh, "What is the third commandment?" And they're going to say, "You know, remember the
2: Sabbath day to keep it holy." And you're like, oh, good job. <laughs> oh, I'm, man, I'm pretty sure that's right. not the same thing as playing games with you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, this is um, this is a text of
0: warning. This is law. Uh, in fact, this whole, the, the, he who thinks he stands, beware lest he fall. It's a warning against pride, against spiritual security. Uh, and, and so this is a text, uh, a text of law, even for the believers, that we wouldn't live in pride, uh, we wouldn't neglect the, um, the, the Lord's word, uh, we, wouldn't, uh, we wouldn't give in to the flesh which always wants to complain,
2: but rather fight against it, uh, to trust in the Lord and believe his promises. Righto. Okay. Uh, I think it's my turn to get some points.
0: Yes, I'm going to give you one where you're going to be able to get the verse. Ready? Yep. I, says this verse, will put enmity between you and the woman, between your seed and her seed. He shall crush your head, and you shall crush his
2: heel. Okay, this uh, sounds pretty familiar. I think that this is uh, from... Genesis. Am I right so far? Yes, okay. right so far. I'm going to count up my points before I keep going. To 200. <laughs> you want to know if you're going okay. to take All right. And oh. now I have to guess the chapter. And uh, Genesis 1 has the creation story. Uh, Genesis 2 has the creation story in more detail, uh, especially explaining how uh, man and woman came to be. And then already in chapter 3, we have the fall uh, and so I, I believe that this uh, comes from uh, Chapter Three of Genesis. Right, Chapter Three—that's two hundred points. Okay, now, now the verse. The verse. Uh, there's Aha. there's a little bit of a risk here. Can you read it again?
0: Yep, yep. This this, by the way, I think. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm going to go beyond that. I really think is <laughs> the most important verse in the entire Old Testament. <laughs> I really, really think that. <laughs> I will put enmity between you and the woman, between your seed and her seed. He shall crush your head, and you shall crush his heel.
2: Oh, yeah, that's right. So this is this is 315. 315, that's right. A 1,000 points. This is...
0: 1,000 points.
2: Okay, this is actually um, known as the first gospel. Uh, so... Uh, So is it law or gospel, then? I'm going to go with gospel. (laughs) (laughs) Only because history tells me so. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, this verse has
0: this Latin name, the Proto-Evangelion, meaning first gospel, which is kind of nice when verses have these
2: fancy Latin names. Uh, I don't know of any others that actually do. Right, but here's here's the the gospel uh, that that God here is speaking to the serpent who just deceived uh, Adam and Eve into taking from this forbidden fruit, and uh he's saying that uh this that the seed that's going to come from the woman now i'm not sure how many of you are are up on your anatomy but uh the reproductive process but the the seed does not typically come from the woman so here we have the the promise of the virgin birth already um and and now it says that he this promised seed shall bruise you the serpent on the head so this and you will bruise him on the heel so uh this is talking about the crucifixion of our Lord Jesus, uh, that that Christ will give up his life. Uh, that would be the bruising on, on the heel, but he will rise from the dead, defeating Satan. So this is the first gospel. Gospel. That's great. I mean, here Adam and Eve, all they could do was fight the devil, but
0: Jesus, th- this man, this seed, the promised seed of the woman, will be able to destroy him, meaning he'll be, not only will he be the child of a woman, but it will also be God himself in the flesh. Fantastic stuff. I mean, this is just you, you know, Adam, as soon as God uh, Jesus himself here speaking this word to Adam and Eve in the garden, as soon as he does, they, and they believe it, and, and they're saved, they're justified. That he, Adam and Eve could have spoken the Apostles' Creed. You just got to tell them, "Oh yeah, the, the son's name is Jesus, and, and, uh, and his mom's name is Mary, and you have the whole Apostle's Creed right there in that one verse, and the, and the entirety of the, the entirety of the Old Testament is nothing more than this promise unfolding uh, right before our eyes. So that, that you get this promise of the seed for Noah, for Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Judah, David, and then it, uh, then the seed comes in the person of Christ, which is why the Gospels start with a genealogy. They trace the birth of Jesus all the way back to this promise. And here's something else about this verse, which is just rich, is that here Adam and Eve have just sinned against God and ruined everything. I mean, you've seen those those videos on America's Funny Home Videos where the they go into the kitchen and the and the child is there and they've They've spread flour all over the whole house, or, or they've poured out paint on the couch or something. They've just ruined absolutely everything. And instead of God saying, I am putting enmity between me and you guys... I'm putting enmity between me and you, Adam, and you, Eve, and the rest of your humanity. Instead of saying that, he says, I'm putting enmity between you, serpent, and you, Eve, so that the war is not between us and God. It's between us and the devil. We, we then stand on the Lord's side by, by the forgiveness won by Jesus.
2: Ooh, that is good. All right. Well, uh, we're coming up on our next commercial break. (laughs) We just gonna play Bible B all day today. (laughs) We might have to. Good Um, thing I didn't do any prep for the Ten Commandments of the News. Well, uh, for this last round, I'll go and give it to you now. Then you can think about it. Uh, But we're gonna change games. We are now going to play New Testament B. Just, just for your turn. Okay. Okay. So you're only looking then at the New Testament, and your one-word clue found somewhere in the New Testament, one time and one time only. Is injustice, injustice. Ooh, so That's you a can one. you can ponder that during this commercial break and cogitate. Uh, check what?
0: the concordance.
2: That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, then after we get done playing, both I think we'll have a little bit of time for some ten commands of the news, yep. uh, depending on how long you have to muse over this one when we get back from this commercial break. Uh, but we'll be playing ten commands of the news uh, after this break, um, right after we finish Bible B. We do want to hear from you. Send us an email questions at tabletalkradio org, or give us a call on our uh, our voicemail system. The number is 866-851-5523. eight five one five five two three. We'll be playing finish up Bible B and then play take me out to the news on Table Talk Radio. It's
1: the
0: This must be a news theme, bump. It said he had the
1: deficit. Stop unemployment, money dies. This healthcare in his spare time is Morocco. He's come to save the day. He'll lose his superpowers too. In Iraq, soon comes out of Taliban. ask me why, but you've been listening to Table Talk Radio. Totally.
2: Haven't you always wondered where the word injustice appears in the New Testament? You're listening oh, to supposed to be thinking Radio. about that.
0: <laughs> I was enthralled by the commercials. I'm going to go and do whatever the commercials just told me I should
2: do. Right, <laughs> right. You got very, you got distracted away from thinking about where the word injustice, injustice. appears in the New in Testament.
0: The new te- you're saying so it must be a bunch of times in the Old Testament. Yeah, there's like only seven or eight, I think. Yeah, seven or eight in the Old yeah, Testament. Yeah, and so you. You cut out the New Testament under the guise of
2: giving me an advantage. When really it puts me at a at quite a disadvantage. Injustice. Well, you, you started salivating, didn't you, when you heard it was New Testament only? You were like, "Oh yes, I'm going to oh, rip this yeah. apart." And then yeah, I knew it. <laughs> I, I've read the New Testament before. I'm going to get this one.
0: I, you know, I I, I gotta. I'm going to uh, hazard a guess here. This is where we put our critical thinking skills uh, out for everyone to see. Oh, um, I, whoa, whoa! We have no we, shame.
2: Wait, we have critical thinking skills. Uh, yes, although I've I've
0: used mine like four or five times recording this show, and I'm just about out of critical thinking <laughs> skills. Okay, but uh, but I think you know the the epistle that per, perhaps well, I said epistle. That's narrowing it down. That deals with this sort of thing with injustice and and talks about, for example, someone comes in and they're rich, and you give them the nice seat, and they're poor, and you give them the poor seat, or. You go and, and you say, hey, be full and be warm, but you don't feed or clothe them. The, the 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 letter in the New Testament that talks about this the clearest is um is the book of James. And so this kind of injustice that the prophets cry out against, that the love for the neighbor is just a lip service and is not a, a love in deed and action, uh, is reflected in this epistle of James. And so that's what I'm going to guess, James. That's the best I
2: got. I'm sorry. That is incorrect. Oof. Um, this, I'll read the verse for you, and then you can just guess for fun where it is. All right. Uh, uh, where is it? I just lost it here. <laughs> okay, here it is. Um, what shall we say, then? Is there no injustice with God? Is there? May it never be.
0: Oh, yes. this is. That's how Paul argues in Romans, through the whole book of Romans. So... Uh, he he's asking these rhetorical questions. Should we continue to sin that grace may abound? Uh, uh, no way. Should we do all this? Is there is there injustice with God? No, no, no. So this has got to be the book of Romans. And probably later when he's talking about election, like Romans chapter 9, something like that.
2: Right. Very good. Now, I think we established that if you don't get the first one right, you don't get points for the others, right? Yes, yes. You're Exce- not going to get your either. So Except for law gospel. So uh, do you want me to read a, a chunk of this and—
0: Well, yeah, although the context is not going to really help. This is a tricky business to law gospel, this teaching on election. But,
2: yeah, give us a few verses, and we'll try to unwind it. Okay. Um, I'll back up to 10 and following. Okay. And not only this, but there was Rebecca also, when she had conceived twins by one man, our father Isaac. For though the twins were not yet born and had done and had not done anything good or bad so that God's purpose, according to his choice, would stand, not because of works, but because of him who calls. It was said to her, the older will serve the younger. Just as it is written, Jacob, I love, but Esau, I hated. What shall we say then? Is, there is no injustice with God, is there? May it never be. <laughs> hmm. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For he says this to Moses, really I will have mercy on whom I have mercy, and I will have compassion on whom I have compassion.
0: Right. He. This is. Uh, I mean, maybe that last little bit is helpful there. From from Exodus 32, I think where God says, "Look, I, I can be merciful to whoever I want to," and and that gives us a hint at how to understand the doctrine of election. We right. that there is an election to grace, not an election to condemnation. So election is only uh, is only to be understood as good news. Uh, and, and this is the kind of the whole burden of the Lutheran doctrine of election is to make it to make sure that it remains gospel. So you got to get to the first eight chapters of of Romans uh, called glorified, called uh, sanctified, justified, all this before glorified comes out of the doctrine of election. And you but you get it first. You get the good news of the gospel before you then come to the doctrine of election and said oh yeah god decided to do this before you were even born he picked you uh we can't though say this is the error that our friends in the reformed church make like the three or four reformed people out there have you ever wondered by the way how there's like four or five reformed people but about four or five thousand reformed blogs have you ever wondered (laughs) about that inconsistency i mean each reformed pastor must have like
2: 50 (laughs) blogs
0: to get the math to work out. I just can't do it.
2: I try to steer clear from the blogosphere, so I'll take your word on that. There you go. It's strange. It's all—they were formed, man.
0: They got the thing pinned down. Uh, But they say that if God is going to choose some to be saved, he's going to choose others to be damned. That's double predestination, and that is—the Bible just does not go that far. It it refuses to. There is the election only of grace and not of condemnation. Right. Well, So so this teaching
2: election has to be gospel. Right now, it's funny because this this you're right. This is like the go to verse for them, um, and they love verses twelve and thirteen. It was said to her, "The older I will serve, the older will serve the younger," just as written. Jacob I love, but Esau I hated. So they say, "Hey, look, see, look, we have uh, Jacob. He, he's loving, and then Esau. He's hating." Um, but w- w- what's fascinating is that you know, sometimes I think that when we, when we're reading through the New Testament, we see these quotations from the Old Testament that we. Uh, we don't think about the context of which St. Paul is quoting. And usually, I I think that the the readers and hearers of St. Paul's letters would have kind of have this already in mind. You know, kind of like if we said, um, I believe that I cannot by my own reason or strength believe in uh, Jesus Christ or come to him. And and so we've only said that one line, but we have on our minds the rest of the explanation of the third article. So also, I think they have the context in mind when when, when Paul Paul reads this. So the context of Genesis twenty five twenty three is two nations are in your womb and two people shall be separated from your body and one people will be stronger than the other and the older shall serve the younger. So that is verse twelve, and then the next verse thirteen makes it sound like. Uh, that that God is still speaking prenatally. That Jacob I love, but Esau I hated. But this quotation comes from Malachi, long after Esau threw away his birthright.
0: Right. So it, right. it's
2: it's as a, a reflection of of Esau's actions that he says, "But Esau I hated," not out of predestination.
0: Right. And there's this great verse when Jesus is talking, uh, uh, the parable that uh, the she is sheep and goats, or where where there's this division. So it says to those who are who are well received come into the place prepared for you by my father in he- in heaven. And then he says to those that are condemned, go into the place prepared for the devil and his angels. So heaven is prepared for the elect. Uh hell is not prepared for the unelect. It's prepared for the for the demons, for the devil. Oof. Uh but people end up where they should never be in the first
2: place. Yeah, good point. Okay. Uh, so you got that right for the law gospel. It's two hundred. So I think, is, am I right that we're tied up now? Twenty four hundred. No, no,
0: 2400? I got. I, I have here twenty six hundred to twenty four hundred. Okay, I got a twenty six hundred.
2: Okay, all right. I'm ready for my last clue then. Well, I got. T- I have two one word clues.
0: I, you want to choose? I. I have one. Um, well, you're not going to get either one of them. <laughs> here, uh, one is re- one is the word revolting. Okay. And the other is the word jesting. You can choose which one you want to guess from: Uh, revolting or jesting. Two words that could be used to describe our show.
2: (laughs) I don't know. Uh, I will guess that uh, revolting appears in. You know, at least I at least I narrowed the testament for you, man. Okay, these are both in the Old Testament. (laughs) Uh. Is revolting found in um, uh, let's say Deuteronomy? No. Close though. Jeremiah. Uh, that was just a shot in the dark. Okay, there give me the verse so I can say Lara Gospel here. This <laughs> this people has a revolting and a rebellious heart.
0: They are revolted and gone. Ooh. Neither say they in their heart, let us now fear the Lord our God that gives rain both the former and the latter in the season. He reserves unto us the appointed weeks and the harvest. your iniquities have turned away these things your with- your sins have withheld good things from you that's jeremiah five twenty three to twenty five
2: okay, so this is law. you have people who uh, who are not trusting in in God, they are not obeying the commandments of god, and, and here you have this harsh language that. Uh, this this is just clear law. You know, this shows us shows us our condemnation. Shows us the wrath of God if if we too uh, don't obey His commandments. So uh, law. Yep, that's right.
0: That's right. The, the, I mean, and this is what the prophets do. They preach law and they preach the gospel. So they preach. Uh, they 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 show the people their sinfulness and the anger of God, and then they promise this coming Messiah, this promised seed that's going to come and take away the wrath of God.
2: All right, so we have about a minute left. What was the other one just out of curiosity?
0: Oh, revolting? Oh no, no, jesting. Yeah. Genesis 19:14. Uh which I have to look up here cuz I switched, but uh um th- uh that that talks about Well, that's right in the in the
2: Abraham story. I have it right here. Uh Lot went out and spoke to his sons-in-law and they were marrying his daughters, is this right? Uh 19:14. Genesis nineteen,
0: yeah, nineteen.
2: Up, get out of this place, for the Lord will destroy the city. But he appeared to his sons-in-law to be jesting. Ha! There There it is. Uh, So they
0: didn't take the they didn't take the threat seriously, and they uh, uh, and they ended up being destroyed.
2: Law. So I get two hundred more points for getting the (laughs) law on that one. (laughs) Sure, sure. Oh uh, boy! You no know, points. Points are worth a lot when I'm winning. <laughs> I not I, I mean, you always say that these points aren't worth anything, but actually, I think they're worth quite a bit. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, I would too.
2: <laughs> so you win. Look at this. We played.
0: A, uh, we took the whole hour to play a round of Bible Bee. Evan versus me, and you end up winning two thousand eight hundred to two thousand six hundred.
2: Amazing. All right. Well, you can play this game as well by calling our uh, toll free listener hotline. That's eight six six eight five one five five two three, and uh, we get you on there playing Bible B. I'll I'll tell you what, and you guys know how I play this game. We'll put you, our caller, against Pastor Wolfman, and we'll see who comes out on top. And uh... <laughs> that's that's where the, the rules are adjusted. Where I get impossible texts. <laughs> I know that's the end Just so okay. All right. That's it for this edition of Table Whoa, Talk I Radio. Thank you all We're for the, listening to this edition of Table Talk Radio. Where the points are like the
0: date of the Garland City Council meeting. <laughs> it doesn't matter to me if it's on the 6th or the 8th. It really doesn't.
1: You've been listening <laughs> to Table Talk Radio. The views expressed on this show oh. are that of the hosts and do not reflect the views or opinions of this station. We would like to answer your questions concerning theology, the scriptures, or anything else. Send your questions to question at tabletalkradio.org or leave us a voicemail message, 866-851-5523. Be sure to check out our website, tabletalkradio.org. Thanks for listening, and tune in again next time to Talk Radio.